The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out CybionicsCGM.com. This is the Insulone Podcast, where I, own Costello, try to redefine diabetes. In this week's episode, can I say to myself, okay, yeah, what, what actually is the insulin strategy that I need here now? Can I make a more measured or rational decision around the food that I am eating? And also, can I make a measured and rational decision around my insulin strategy for this type of food or this type of meal? But before we get into that, everything you hear on the Insulone podcast is from my own personal experience. And if you have any worries or issues regarding your diabetes, please contact a medical professional. Now, let's get stuck into this episode. How's it going? Welcome back to the Insulone Podcast. I hope you're well. I hope the day and the week have also been treating you well so far. And in this episode, again, it's another solo, which I'm looking forward to. I don't need to listen to Graham at all, which is a good thing. (laughs) Actually, do you know what? The last couple episodes I've been speaking about Graham and It's obviously in a sarcastic manner, but just in case you haven't realized that I'm speaking sarcastically about Graham, there is no issue going on with Graham. He's just been really busy sorting out his house. And uh, I said, look, let me just do a couple solo episodes. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So me and Graham are still a unit. We're, We're still good friends. He's just been very busy with his house. So anything I say badly about Graham is sarcastic. Okay, just just to reiterate that or to make you fully aware. Anyway, so this episode is another solo episode and I want to just go through basically how I manage my diabetes in social situations or social scenarios. And the example that I'm going to go through and, and kind of touch on is if and when I go out for dinner with a group of friends, for example, or even a group of new people that I'm meeting for the first time. And why I think this is important is because, and I, I speak to people like this all the time, where when they're by themselves or they're at home or they're cooking their own food or they're in their normal routine, whatever it might be, they're on the ball with their diabetes and they're pre-bolusing and the carb count and then they're doing all these good things. But when they're in a social scenario or a social situation, they feel as if it all kind of goes out the window because they're in a different environment. And they're in in a different environment in terms of routine, potentially in terms of food choices, not being able to carb count, not being sure of when my food may 
come to the table. They're in a different environment with people where maybe they're not as confident to speak about their diabetes or make the people around them aware of the fact that they live with diabetes. And these are all things that come into play with your life with type 1 diabetes. Socially, it can and will have an impact because chances are you're you're going to be in social scenarios where where you're around other people who likely don't have type 1 diabetes. And and much like we would have gone through with even loads of the guests that we've had on this podcast before, sometimes people don't want to make it known. Sometimes people don't want other people to know that they're diabetic. Sometimes people don't want any additional attention drawn towards them specifically in relation to their diabetes, which I completely get. I completely understand and I can resonate a lot with. And in this episode, I don't even have notes here. I'm just going to go off the cuff. I'm just going to speak about how I would consider things or how I think about things personally. And again, to reiterate in this podcast, this comes from my perspective. There's no absolutes with type 1 diabetes. There's no right or wrong. I'm speaking from my perspective, how I would consider things, what I would consider, how I think about things, and hopefully you can benefit from it. So if, for example, I'm going out for dinner with a group of friends, so I'm going to use dinner as the example. Obviously, there's going to be different types of social situations that we go to or are involved in. But if I'm going out for dinner... And let's just say it's a group of friends that I know, but there's also a couple of people that I don't know or I'm meeting for the first time. So the first thing that I do is, and by the way, I know I keep cutting cutting myself off, but what I want you to remember, and this is something that we even speak, like what I like to reiterate a lot inside our Type 1% program, it's when I speak about topics or when I speak about scenarios or types of decisions that we can make or strategies around our diabetes management, when you speak about it naturally, it takes much longer. And what I mean by that is sometimes when we speak about a topic, it can be like, oh my God, you know, there's so much in this thing or it's taking so long to go through this topic or think about this thing. Wherein, when in reality, actually doing the thing takes 60 seconds. So for example, if I talk about pre-bolusing, if I talk about carb counting, if I talk about like calculating insulin doses for protein and fat, simply speaking about it takes much longer than actually doing it. So if I carb count, if I pre-bolus, if I calculate my insulin dose for fat and protein, it, it, in reality, when I'm actually doing the thing, it takes less than 60 seconds. So I want you to remember that because oftentimes the decisions that we make around our diabetes and our blood sugar are done very, very, very quickly. So it doesn't, it's not as if it takes up a massive amount of time from your night or from your dinner to do these types of things or consider these types of things. Generally, it's just a simple decision that takes 60 seconds or less. Anyway, so the first thing that I would do in advance of the dinner that I'm going to is I would ask myself, what do I want from my blood sugar? And you may have heard me say that before, and it kind of sounds like a strange question to ask yourself, but it's important. 
actually take time to consider what you want from your blood sugar. And there's no right or wrong here. But you're simply saying to yourself, and what I say to myself is, am I going out here? Well, obviously, the, the top priority is to have a good time. I'm going out for dinner with friends. I'm meeting new people. I want to have a good time. But I will say to myself, what do I want for my blood sugar? Am I going to this thing managing my blood sugar in the sense of I want to keep things in range as much as I can because that actually allows me to enjoy my time more when I'm not treating highs and treating lows or am I saying to myself do you know what I'm going out for the night and I actually don't even care about my blood sugar as long as I don't go low dangerously low I don't care I'm going to eat whatever I'm going to drink whatever that's your decision to make That's not me. It's not my place to say you have to do this or you have to do that. I would absolutely recommend prioritizing prioritizing your blood sugar as much as you can. But it's your decision. You and your diabetes, it's your decision. So I ask myself, what do I want from my blood sugar? Do I want to make decisions that benefit me? Do I want to opt for food and drink choices that are easier blood sugar wise to manage? That's the first thing. The next thing I will say to myself and remind myself, now I don't really need to do this anymore because like, I, I'm just confident of my diabetes management in terms of how I manage it, but also how other people may perceive it. I don't, like, I really, really don't care when people know about my diabetes. That's just me personally. So... I will reiterate to myself, it's a bigger deal for me than it is for them. And what I mean by that is, oftentimes, because we live with diabetes on a daily basis, it's something that we think about a lot. It may be something that is a big negative in your life right now, and you're finding it difficult to manage. You're finding it difficult to deal with, which is okay. Because of that, naturally, it's a bigger thing for us. Diabetes is a bigger, can't even think of a better word. I'm just going to say thing again. It's, it's, it's a bigger thing for us in our life than it is for the people that potentially we're meeting for the first time. They might not even know. They probably don't know what type 1 diabetes even is. So their perception of it will be completely different to our perception of it. And sometimes if it is a neg, and I, and I speak from experience, but also even experience from speaking to so many other people over the years, if it is a negative in our life, it's not as easy for us to be open about it, which again, I completely understand and I, I relate to and I can resonate with because if this is something that's so big in my life that it's, it's, it's only a negative in my life right now, why would I want that on show? Why would I want to talk about it publicly? Why would I want other people to know? And I completely understand that. But remind yourself, it's a bigger deal for us than it is for them. Next thing, and this is something that I kind of, I will reiterate to myself around food and drink primarily in social scenarios. My reality is different to theirs. 
And what I mean by th- like theirs, as in the people that I'm with who don't live with type 1 diabetes. <laughs> you may have a group of friends who do live with type 1 diabetes, which is great, but I don't. Now, I obviously have friends and clients and these types of, th- types of people, but they're not in my like social circle primarily. But anyway, their reality is different to mine, meaning the people that I'm with who don't have type 1 diabetes... They can eat whatever they want. They can drink whatever they want. They can eat as much as they want. They can drink as much as they want without, like, obviously there's consequence to it, but without any sort of immediate consequence in terms of how they feel, for example. Whereas if I know that I go to a restaurant or a night out and I just eat whatever I want, as much as I want. I drink whatever I want, as much as I want. There's going to be a pretty immediate impact on my blood sugar, whether it be highs and lows, delayed highs or lows, that the people that I'm with don't even need to consider or be aware of because my reality with type 1 diabetes is different to theirs. And when I understand and, and remind myself that my reality is different, A lot of the time for me, that will steer a lot of the decisions that I make because I need to consider things in my life that the people around me don't. That's the reality of my life with type one, as I'm sure you can probably relate to. The last thing you can consider or think about in advance of whatever social scenario you're going into is do these people even need to know that I'm diabetic? Is it even relevant? And again, this comes back to what I said about it's a bigger deal for us than it is for them. I've spent loads of time with people who have absolutely no idea I have type 1 diabetes and they don't need to know. It's not a case of me hiding it. It's just a case of it hadn't come up yet. Now, if you do want to hide it and you're more comfortable hiding it, By all means, do. It's your decision. I would absolutely recommend close friends and and a partner, for example, knowing you're diabetic in case of emergency, of course. But if you living with type 1 diabetes isn't relevant, then it doesn't need to be relevant. If it comes up naturally, so be it. That's perfectly fine. But say to yourself, do these people need to know I'm diabetic? If they don't, then they don't. If they do, it's probably a good idea to tell them. And for me, like probably more than most people living with type 1 diabetes based on what I do, because I obviously have the podcast and it's like it's what I do full time with our program. If, If it comes up in conversation, it's pretty likely or it's pretty likely for it to come up. If somebody says, oh, what do you do if I'm meeting them for the first time? generally it's going to come up. But if it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to. And remember, it's a bigger deal for us than it is for them because they might not even know what type 1 even is. Okay? So that's a couple of things that I would consider in advance. Now, I've been speaking for nearly 15 minutes because I tend to ramble <laughs> when I'm talking about these things. For you to consider the things that I've just spoken about, it doesn't take 15 minutes. It may take you 60 seconds less. 
remember that and remind yourself of it. So a couple of things, let's say we're at the table and we're, we're ordering food, we're ordering drink and we're, we're in the thick of the social, the social scenario. These are a few things that I would consider. I'll try and keep it nice and simple for what I would, what actually goes through my mind. So the first thing is what decisions can I make around my food and drink that give me time away from my diabetes? And what I mean by time away from my diabetes, I want my management in a place where I'm so confident, I understand it so well, I'm so clear of what I need to do that I don't even need to think about it as much. It's just more automatic. And that's what it's something that we, we touch on and again, our program a lot. It's like automatic management where your habits, your routines, your decisions, they're just so habitual that your diabetes is doing what you want it to do almost in the background without it having to consume so much of your time, energy, and effort. So if I say to myself, what decisions can I make in advance that actually give me time away from my diabetes? And like I said at the start, for me, if I know that I just, I, I, I'm let off a leash in a restaurant and I just drink whatever I want to, for, with no limit, I just eat whatever I want with no limit, I know inevitably diabetes is going to come back and bite me in the ass pretty quickly with a really, really high high or a really low low, which I don't even want to deal with in a social scenario. So I'll say to myself, what can I, what decisions can I make that actually just let me forget about my diabetes? And I can confidently tell you when I go out for dinner or go out on a night out, I don't even need to think about my diabetes because I'm making these types of decisions in advance. I'm not telling, I'm not saying that to you because I'm great and my diabetes management is perfect. It's not. But when you have great control, when you have great confidence around your management, you don't even need to think about it less. And that's what I want everybody to be able to do. That's, I hope you're able to do that to, to some extent now based off the fact that we've 200 episodes you can listen to. Anyway, so what I'll say is, what can I do around my food and my drink? Can I consider my insulin strategy in advance of the meal that I'm having? Like, can I set really, really simple things? Can I set a timer for my pre-bolus? So when I take insulin, I know when to eat. Can I start my meal with a side salad? Which basically benefits my blood sugar because I'm consuming fiber first. But also, if I don't know when my meal is going to come out, if I pre-bolus, when it arri- let's say I pre-bolus just as it arrives, and then I eat a side salad first, the side salad can act as my pre-bolus time because I'm still eating with everybody else around me, but I'm still also giving myself time for my pre-bolus to actually finish. So can I set a timer for my pre-bolus? Can I start with a side salad? With my main meal, can I focus on protein and veg? Because if I focus primarily on protein and veg, I'm, all, I'm already making the meal easier to manage blood sugar-wise. Can I half 
my chips or my fries serving, for example? Can I, can I half the part of the meal that I know is going to cause havoc on my blood sugar? Can I take a split dose of insulin for a delayed spike from fat and or protein, for example? Now, it doesn't mean that I have to half the chips or the fries if I'm having chips or fries, for example. It just means that that type of decision can be beneficial. But if I don't half the chips or half the fries, can I say to myself, okay, yeah, what, what actually is the insulin strategy that I need here now? So it's not that I need to be ultra restrictive with the type of food that I'm eating. It just means that can I make a more measured or rational decision around the food that I am eating? And also, can I make a measured and rational decision around my insulin strategy for this type of food or this type of meal? And something that it, it seems to kind of be like a, a hot topic. Well, not a hot topic. Well, I suppose, yeah, hot topic where people are like, um, and I have obviously said it too, because I, I believe it. It's this idea of I will inject in public if I need to. I personally have no issues with that. I know some people do, which is perfectly fine. There's no right or wrong. It's you and your diabetes. I will inject at a table if I'm comfortable to do that. If you are not comfortable to do that, feel free to do it in a bathroom. Do it in a different place. Again, there's no right or wrong. It's about what makes you happy, confident, and comfortable. So in these types of social scenarios, I will take the time to look at what am I ordering? How is this actually going to impact my blood sugar? It's never going to be exact because I'm not making the food myself. But can I actually consider, okay, I'm, I'm at a restaurant here. I probably need more insulin than I think I do for this type of food normally because I'm at a restaurant. It's going to be higher carb. It's going to be higher fat. Usually, I probably need more insulin. Because it's higher fat, because it's going to be pretty high protein too, chances are I'm going to need a delayed bolus roughly for me about 60 minutes after I finish to counteract that delayed spike from the food itself. And again, because I'm kind of talking about this out loud, it seems like it takes ages to do and it takes ages to consider. These are considerations that you can make in less than 60 seconds. And the point of it and the purpose of it is to give you time away from your diabetes so that during the meal or potentially an hour, two hours, three hours after the meal, you're not thinking, oh God, now I have to deal with high blood sugars for the next two, three, four hours or for, for my night's sleep, depending on what you've eaten or, or how late you've eaten potentially. So these types of considerations are to benefit you are to give you more space away from your diabetes. That's the purpose of it. Consider these things. How much insulin do I need? What type of food can I eat that will benefit me? Can I split my insulin dose? Should I take slightly more because I'm eating out? They're to benefit you, these types of decisions, as opposed to, and which is very common, 
we're in a different environment. We're in a different social setting. We don't even want to think about our diabetes. We don't want to draw any attention towards us. I'm just going to eat whatever. And I'm just going to lob a, a random amount of insulin into my stomach or wherever you inject and hope for the best. <laughs> right? I've done it plenty of times. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it rarely keeps you in range or in the place that you like to be. Also, another point, if you are, and I know there's not much structure to this episode because I'm kind of speaking off the cuff, but if you are making a decision for yourself, stick to that decision. Like I said at the start, before, if I'm considering something before a meal and I say, okay, what do I want for my blood sugar? I, and I want it to be in range as much as possible because that allows me to enjoy my, my time more. But if part of that means I'm pre-bolusing and waiting an exact time, whether it be 15 minutes, 20 minutes, I'm sticking to that. If I decide that for myself, I'm waiting 15 minutes or I'm waiting 20 minutes before I eat, after I take my insulin, stick to it. Don't be then influenced to change your decision just because you're now in the social situation. Because what can happen oftentimes, it's like, okay, I'm going to pre-bolus, I'm going to set my timer, and I'm going to wait because I know that's going to really help my blood sugar stay in range. But then when we're at the table, the food arrives and everybody else is eating and I'm kind of like, oh, you know, everybody's eating and I'm not. Is everybody looking at me? Is everybody thinking about me and my diabetes? <laughs> right? Again, I completely understand and I completely appreciate that this can come down to how you feel personally about your diabetes. Because we're all very different. But if you make a decision, try and stick with it because you've made that decision because you know it'll benefit you. I have had so many dinners where I'm, I'm literally just sitting there. Well, I'm not, just, I'm not just sitting there. I may be having a couple of drinks. I may be having conversations with people while I'm waiting for my pre-bolus to finish, while other people have started eating already. And somebody might be, you might be listening to this being like, oh, come on. It's rude to do that, or it's awkward to do that. I really don't care. Because like I've said, my reality is different. And also the people around me don't care. If I, like, <laughs> the reality of it is, and it's happened numerous times before, somebody will say, Owen, why, why aren't you eating yet? Or why haven't you started eating? I just say, I actually just have to wait for my insulin to start working. Bang, that's it. They don't ask again. And if they do, enlighten them. Because I know that if I do wait this time for my pre-bolus to finish and then start eating, I just know I'm really helping my blood sugar, which is important to me. And again, like I said, I know I'm repeating myself time and time and time and time and time again. It's your decision. There's no right or wrong here. But I would imagine that you're listening to this podcast because you want to improve your diabetes management consistently. You want to learn and consider different types of strategies or tactics to benefit your blood sugar. And this is one of them. If you make a decision that you know you're going to benefit from, stick to it. Other people's perception of you and your diabetes, in my opinion, is irrelevant. Because you'll get home 
And you'll be so thankful that you did this, that you did this, that you did this, that you did this, whatever decision you make. And you'll come home and you'll feel really confident. And you'll feel quite proud because you'll say to yourself, well, in the past, I've really struggled with prioritizing myself in these types of social situations, but I did it tonight. I made this decision differently than I would have in the past. I did this thing differently than I would have in the past. And look how it's benefited me. And that gives you great confidence. And it's not a selfish thing. But it gives you great confidence to know that, wow, yeah, I actually stuck with my guns there. Not physically. But I, I stuck with what I said I was going to do. It didn't interfere with the night. It didn't have a negative impact on the people around me. It didn't make other people feel awkward. I just stuck with what I said I was going to do. And now I'm going to bed and I feel confident. I feel assured. And I know that next time I go through a similar situation socially, I can do the same, which is important. I think that's it before I start rambling more and more and more. But even just on that last point, very last point, when you do things for yourself with your diabetes management and you do them consistently, you gain great confidence from that. And it's a really easy way to look at it in the sense of, oh, I'm being really restrictive here. I'm not doing this thing or I'm not eating this thing or I'm not drinking this thing because of my blood sugar. It's easy to look at it as a restrictive sort of mindset. In my opinion, it's not at all. Like I've said, my reality is I live with type 1 diabetes. And if I make a decision that is in line with what I value for my health, that's a great thing to do. You're prioritizing your health on a daily basis, which isn't an easy thing to do. And you get great confidence from that because you're consistently showing up for yourself even during times where you may not necessarily want to, or it might not be your initial or your ideal decision or response to have. But you're saying, no, you know what? I want to do something slightly differently to how I have done it in the past because I want to serve myself in a better way. Anyway, I'm going to end this before I start getting too philosophical, <laughs> which, I, which I tend to do. Anyway, have a good week. I hope this was helpful. I know there was almost no structure to that episode, but I love these types of solo episodes where I kind of just go off the cuff and think out loud. So I hope you got value from it. Hope you got benefit from it. And as always, if you have anything you would add or you have any specific strategies or thought processes or ways to deal with uncomfortable, potentially uncomfortable or kind of daunting or intimidating social scenarios with your diabetes, please let us know. Email us, drop me a, a message on Instagram, whatever it is. But again, as always, have a great day, have a great week, look after your blood sugar. Talk to you soon. Take care.